Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. For those of us who deal with analysis paralysis, moments like taking a day of rest can seem more stressful than an actual day of work. Questions like, what do I do with my day of rest and how do I do this rest? These can render us paralyzed. Thankfully, we serve a God that not only helps us with our work life, but he also leads us and guides us in our rest life as well. The need for rest isn't supposed to be difficult or challenging for us to recognize and then do. Every night, we usually take about six to eight hours of sleep by closing our eyes, which is a form of rest. But when it comes to resting during awake hours, that's when things go sideways and become a little bit challenging for us to understand. Again, the ways in which we observe a day of Sabbath rest, they're simple and not meant to be complicated. So let's get into the word and allow the simplicity of resting to enter into our hearts so that we can receive the refreshment that God wants to freely give us. When it comes to the to-do list for the day of rest, first thing is, is, as we know, stop working in our vocational jobs. Exodus 23, 12 says, for six days you are to work, but on the seventh day you must cease, so that your ox, your donkey may rest, and the son of your maidservant may be refreshed, as well as the foreign residents. That covered everybody. Again, the word for rest in the Hebrew is the word nuach, which means to rest, to settle down, or to stand still. For many people, this will be a hard thing to do. As we discussed earlier in previous podcasts, fear and people-pleasing can easily come in and get you off track from your rest. But we have to be determined to stand against it. We have to allow ourselves to rest like God wants us to. In Genesis 2 and 2, God himself finished his work week and rested. And this leads us to the next step in our to-do list when it comes to rest. We have to mark our day of rest as special and unique from all of the other days. Genesis 2 and 3 says, Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because on that day he rested from all the work of creation that he had accomplished. Again, the word sanctified is used in church, and sometimes it can get lost in translation. But breaking it down, it simply means to set apart or to consecrate something. When I was a kid growing up, my parents had a regular set of dinner plates that we would eat off of for really for any meal. But when someone special would come to visit, My mom would break out the fine china that was to be used for our special meal. These plates were not like the other plates. Usually they were highly decorated and they were set apart in a unique cabinet and consecrated really for only special events. In like manner, we use six days of our week as standard work days. But on the seventh day, we are to make that day special. And in this case, we are to rest. God did that and really so can we. This brings us to the next rest principle. When we rest, we get a chance to celebrate God and his goodness with our fellow believers. In Luke 4 and 16, we read that Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Jesus is called the Lord of the Sabbath, and he made it a point to gather with all the other believers of like faith regularly. It says that it was customary for him to go to the synagogue and read and listen to the words of the law and the prophet. Again, Even in the early days of the church, believers would gather together in synagogues and in homes to listen to the word of God and then encourage each other to pursue God and do good works. The writer of Hebrews made it a point to say this, let's not neglect meeting together as some have made a habit, but let us encourage one another 
and all the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. While we're together, we can even pray for those that are sick and ask God to restore their health. This is one of the other to-do things that you can do on your day of rest. In Luke 14, verses 1 through 4, it says, One Sabbath, Jesus went to eat in the home of a leading Pharisee, and those in attendance were watching him closely. Right there before him was a man with dropsy. So Jesus asked the experts in the law and the Pharisees, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? They remained silent. Then Jesus took hold of the man, healed him, and sent him on his way. So obviously, healing people is something Jesus is good with on the day of rest, and frankly, we should be as well. This brings us to the last thing on our to-do list when it comes to the day of rest, which is the ability to attend to emergencies if they arise. As we just read in Luke 14, Jesus healed a man on the Sabbath and then continued asking the Pharisees a question in verse 5. Which of you, whom if his son or an ox were to fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, would not immediately pull him out? Jesus understands that things happen and emergencies arise. And just because you're in a Sabbath day doesn't mean that you have to stand by idly. He lets you know that if you have an emergency, tend to it. He'll be with you. He's not angry at you, and he wants you to do what you can to solve that problem. As we've just learned, taking a day of rest is not about doing nothing. It can be a day full of rest. It can be a day of revelation and illumination in your experience and reading of the Word of God. It can be about developing your relationship with God and even other people. And it can even be about restoration. If you've not given yourself a day of rest in the past, ask God to help you to develop this into your life. God commands it. You deserve it. Now, my friend, go and rest. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.